Welcome to the Go One Better podcast. We are your hosts, Hannah Tucker and Abby Layton. And if you're serious about mastering your mindset, nutrition and training, but love a good time and a lol, then stay around because we're about to become best friends. All right, welcome back, guys. Happy Monday morning. We have a special guest with us today. We are all the way in the Goldie, or I'm in the Goldie. Welcome to the Goldie Thank you, thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Um, We have a lovely guest by the name of Sophie with us today. Hello, Sophie. Hi, (laughs) thank you for having me. Our pleasure. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming. Um, She's come all the way down from Brizzy as well, so... We love her for that. <laughs> we do love her for that. So Sophie is a dietitian. You want to do a little intro on yourself? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I am a dietitian. So basically, I have private practice. I see most of my people, my people, my clients, <laughs> my well, clients online. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's, I guess, like what I do. Have you fully finished your degree? Yeah, yeah. 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 So done. I graduated about two, yeah, almost two years ago now. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, one of the reasons why I asked you on today to be our guest is because I love your Instagram. <laughs> I've been for a while and I just fucking love your message and I think it's so great, really body positive and like yes. very educational. Um, but before we get into that side of things, we always start. We the don't. <laughs> Guys, we're back with the we we always This start. is number three. We start with the episode with our guests the same way. I think after like the fifth time of doing okay. it, you're allowed to say okay. that. Well, we so start. Sophie, for context. Last week, Abby was like, Guys. We're going to start our episode the way we always start it, and it was literally the second time we've ever done that. So, okay, <laughs> it's well, not how three. we always start it. Number three, we, d- we now start <laughs> our episode the same way. Five questions. So, reflecting on your week, um, the highlight. Yeah. And you've got a low light, how you overcame it, mm-hmm. something you're proud of, something yep. you've learned, and then something you really want to accomplish next week. Yes. So, let's start with a highlight. So, I guess my highlight is this last weekend, um, I've had a few friends up from Melbourne. It's been really nice to see them and hang out with them. And we've just yep. been eating real good. Like, literally have been eating out for breakfast, lunch and dinner. <laughs> That's I, like us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My stomach is like dying right now, but I'm also loving it. So, it's fine. <laughs> so good. Low so light. Good. Low light. Honestly, like my life's been pretty good right now. <laughs> we like that. I, I, I can't even think of like... A proper low light. Nothing mm. bad. I've just been enjoying like, living it. my best life. I guess at this point, no news is good news. Yeah. Sometimes, you know. <laughs> Those I mean, weeks like, are good yeah, weeks. The floods like a few oh. weeks ago were bad, of but course. I was very lucky in the fact that I wasn't really, like my house wasn't affected or anything like that. But I think obviously talking to a few of my friends who were affected and like were cut off from being able to get groceries and things like mm. that was That's really full not really amazing. Scary. The like the flooding and the storms and things were pretty scary. But Brisbane was hectic. Very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were all right. I, well, I was all right where I was at home, but Brisbane looked freaking full on. Mm. It's so strange. Yeah. I feel like it was hectic in Brisbane and then also hectic in like Byron, but Goldie yeah. somehow. Yeah, we yeah. escaped. <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> Goldie. Know. Next question. Something that you're proud of? In general or like this week? The last or like, week. Okay. Don't even know. <laughs> Come on, Sophie. You've got to think of one thing I'm that's like, I made you I proud of something, and then I like immediately forgot. Did you have like a client succeed in something? That's a proud moment. Yes, actually, I did. I had a client who I'd been seeing for like a few weeks or like a few sessions, and she was just doing amazing. And like, I was basically like, okay, don't need to see you again. But basically, she was just like, you know, made all these look like we obviously like during the consultation, like we set goals, and you know. A little bit of a plan and like it's always just like really simple like easy steps 
And she just like did everything right and was like, wow, that was actually really easy. And like, I feel amazing. I have so much more energy. Like everything was going so well. And like, I was just like, okay, that's really nice. Yeah. That's really well, <laughs> well done. done. <laughs> Something that you've learned. That I need to not put so many things on my to-do list. Mm. <laughs> I literally every day I put it into my Google calendar. Like each like to-do thing is like on the calendar and it's like every day it's like 20 things and I get through about like three. Mm. <laughs> so every day it's like, okay, that's being dragged over to the next day. <laughs> so I, I just need that. to like set myself more realistic goals for most days, I think. I'm the same at the moment. Like I feel like I have so many things to do that I can't concentrate on one. Like mm. I start one and then my brain goes, oh, no, that one. And then it's like, yeah, just and then you I never start get doing anything something done. And it's just like, oh, actually we need to do this. Oh, actually we need to yeah. do this as well. And while we're doing this, we haven't done this. Yeah. Let's do that. And it's just like, oh, my God. And then I get nothing done. Juggling, <laughs> juggling too many things. Google yeah. Calendar is on my um, to-do list this week. That was one thing Nadia said to me. I had a call with her on Friday and she was like, all right, you need to start Google Calendaring, scheduling everything, like walks with friends, training, work, yes, that's study, what I do. I love it. Everything. And I colour code everything and it's just like amazing. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not setting enough time a way to study she's like yes yeah, because it's not a priority too because you're like oh I'll do it whereas like I'll happily sit on the couch for an hour yeah and just like waste time but she was yeah. like if you had it scheduled in that that hour you were going to study you would have done it and I was like all right google calendar me up I haven't used it but I should get around it what do you use I mean I don't know <laughs> I don't think I use one <laughs> I mean I've got mind oh my god body I... for work oh so you track your clients on mind body yeah we use mind body for everything hectic yeah. wow I feel like I would forget to do everything like I put in everything I'm like wash hair on this day like yeah, well, that's you need like, to like go do your washing this state. Like mm. all everything is like in there because otherwise I will 100% forget. Even things mm. I want to do, like I'll forget to do them. Yeah. Like, Shit, why that's I what that? she suggested I do. So I'm actually going to give that a crack. That's going to be my once I put pop you on a plane. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do tonight. <laughs> Love that. Just that's plan amazing. my week out. <laughs> Love it. And last one. <laughs> what do you like? What do you want to achieve next yeah, week? Yeah, next week. Um, I think I just want to get back into routine because I have had – the last four days of just eating out, not doing anything that I usually do. And I'm just like, I just want to be back in routine, get yeah. back into the gym, get back into like prepping meals and like mm. eating at home and not yeah. spending hundreds of dollars a day on eating out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> I know that feeling mode. all too well. Yeah. I had guests like consistently up here when I first moved yeah. and I was like, all right, that's enough now. Yeah. <laughs> like I just <laughs> need some home. me time. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. be organised. So – Give us a little background on your journey. Like how did you enter the nutrition world or the fitness world or yeah. your world? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess like I had always grown up being like very healthy. Like my mum loves going to the gym. Like we always ate very healthy at home. And then I remember going to – I went on exchange when I was like 16 or 17, I think end of year 11 to France and – I just remember that like it's so different there because I like went to school with like um, my host sister and everything and it was just like such a different environment. I just remember like we would have breakfast and it would be hot chocolate with cereal in it and the cereal would be like chocolate chunks with like um, flakes. Oh <laughs> what? Wow. And I was just like, what's going on? Here? I would like have it and it was like delicious, but this was at like 6.30 in the morning and then they don't snack. And then it would get to lunchtime, which would be like 1 p.m. And they have like a full like caf cafeteria, like kind of like an American type thing 
where it's like you go and get your tray and like you get like three courses and you get bread and everything like that. And I remember I'd just be starving by then because I'm mm. just so used to like having snack oh and like God. morning tea mm. and all of that. And so I was just eating so much and I would get like six pieces of bread and I would get like all of the meals because I was like starving. Oh my God. <laughs> and then we'd go home. Lunchbox for yeah. later. <laughs> <laughs> we'd go home in the afternoon and we'd have like cruskets with a Nutella on it. And I remember having like oh, two yeah. of them and I was still so hungry. And I was like, can I have some more? To like my French sisters. And they're like, you're so greedy. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just starving. Like all we eat is like chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... Yeah, so I remember coming back after that from like, I think I was there for like six weeks or something. And I just remember like looking at my body and I was like, I just feel like yuck. And Did you put I on think, a bit of weight? I think I'd like that? put on a bit of weight. Mm. I don't know how much, like, I don't think I really weighed myself that much mm. back then. And yeah, so I just remember feeling like really bad. And I just remember like vividly having like a salad with just spinach and tomatoes. And I was like, all right, this is all I'm going to eat. Like, that's it. Like, I'm going to lose weight. I want to just feel better. And then it kind of like, I guess like spiraled from there because it was like around the time of like Tumblr and like Mm. all these aspirational things and wanting to look like a Victoria's Secret model Mm -hmm. and Mm. calorie counting. And yeah, I remember using like my fitness pal and just being like, okay, how can we eat as little as possible? Like I'm eating 800 calories a day. God. That's it. Yeah. How old were you at this point? I was probably like, I think I was in year 12. So okay. I would have been like 17, 18. Yep. And yeah, so I think I lost about, I don't know, like 10 kilos in about six months or something. Yeah. Wow. And like, yeah, all of my friends were like, oh my God, like you've got a box gap. Look at you. You look amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Like I wish I was so skinny like you. And I was just like... I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't, I, I don't, it wasn't an eating disorder or anything like that, but it was definitely a very disordered relationship with food. So yeah, that kind of happened. And I think like I kind of, I, I was, I stopped kind of counting calories and things like that. But I think obviously like, you know, how much is in everything mm. and that kind of thing. What did that go on for? Maybe like a, a year or two years or something. Yeah. Exercising as well at this point, or was it just the food that you were restricting? Yeah, I was, I was like going for runs. So I'd like run like, I don't know, like 20 minutes a day or something like that. Like nothing crazy, but it was just like the focus or the goal was to like lose weight. It wasn't because I liked running. (laughs) Like I hated running. (laughs) To burn calories. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. And then I think I ended up losing my period for like three months. And I just remember thinking, okay, something's like wrong here. Like I shouldn't have, like, I shouldn't have lost my period. And I think I was very lucky in the fact that I kind of recognized that. And I was like, okay, this is not healthy. Like I shouldn't do this anymore. I need to start eating more. So pretty much I started eating more again. And then, you know, everything kind of evened out a bit. And then obviously I was at uni. I did a bachelor of science and I majored in pathology. A bit random. (laughs) So (laughs) So like looking at like cells under the microscope, like diseases and stuff, which is really interesting. I really liked that. Did you finish it? Yeah, yeah, I finished that. But that was at Melbourne Uni. They don't really have like a nutrition course. So I kind of realized around second year uni that I wanted to go into nutrition because obviously I had like a very keen interest in that area and like wanted to learn more Mm. and all of that. So I ended up finishing, yeah, the pathology degree. I was almost like, maybe I could be a pathologist. Then I found out you have to do like medicine as well (laughs) for like another 10 years. And I was like, okay, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe that's not for me. (laughs) Um, And then I ended up moving to Brisbane, which was about like 2018, I think. And I ended up doing like a year of 
other subjects because I hadn't got all of the subjects to get into the Masters of Dietetics. So I did a year of that and then I did another year and a half of Masters to become a dietitian. Wow. So it was like a long journey. <laughs> so much study, wow. but yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so it was, I think, about six and a half years of study Holy altogether. <laughs> How's your hex debt? Yeah, <laughs> um, not great. About like 90 grand or oh, something. It's ridiculous. Oof, that's hectic. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. What a journey. And now you've got your own private practice. Yeah, yeah. Was that something that you thought you would always do? No. So when I graduated from uni, I really wanted to go into hospital because I had oh, right. been working for a colorectal surgeon, which is like a like really colon, yeah, colon rectum, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of area. <laughs> so he does like colonoscopies, oh, gosh. Like, sees like people for bowel cancer and stuff mm. like that as well. So it's pretty interesting, but basically like surgery. I was um, dietitian on site or something. No, no, that? So that no. was when I was studying. Okay. I was basically like a medical typist and like his like personal assistant type thing. But that was really good because obviously it gave me a lot of background in kind of understanding all of the gut stuff and colon everything mm, that's what you need <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like obviously it gave me a lot of experience like talking to patients and things like that and dealing with them um, which was really good so I worked for him for like four years I think three or four years obviously from working with him I had like a lot of like the medical and like hospital knowledge so I really wanted to go in and work in a hospital because I thought that's what I wanted to do like I love hospitals <laughs> you're one of those I know people are like ill like hospitals oh, why would you want to work there but I actually just loved it when I did my placement and stuff because I like knew all the medications and mm. I would like know all like the lingo and I could read the doctor's handwriting and all of that and I was just like such a nerd at it <laughs> But also in hospitals, it's kind of very repetitive and boring because it's a lot of, here's a supplement because you're malnourished. So I feel like you're dealing with like a lot of not sick people, but people yeah. who already like haven't got the nutrition thing. It's more, it's not preventative. It's not preventative. It's just like management, management while they're there yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So I tried to, when I graduated, I applied for a few hospital roles, but didn't get any interviews because there's literally like two jobs in Brisbane that come up <laughs> for new grads. So it's very, very competitive. And then I kind of just chilled out for about six months after my degree and then ended up applying for like a private practice role with like under another dietitian. And then I ended up getting that. And basically I kind of work, I was working for her kind of like as a contractor. Now it's kind of just like I rent the room when I need to see people in the rooms. So it's basically kind of my practice I get like I see people for me yeah. <laughs> not for her yeah. yeah yeah so now I work in private practice and actually love it, love it. do you get most of your clients through Instagram or are you like yeah probably like 50 uh, probably more like 70% come from Instagram so I see a lot of people from you know around Australia like I've got had some from New Zealand and stuff like that so it's like I can see people from anywhere which is really really good and then the other you know, 30% is probably from doctors and things like that who refer to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's epic. So talk us through like a consult, like how do you sort of plan that out and like deal yeah. with people? I'll be so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to advise. We've got to talk to you, <laughs> got to talk to you about that a bit later. But yeah. We'll that. So we'll that. I guess like, yeah, most of my Maybe clients or yeah, at the moment, a lot of my clients are for either like just advice for healthy eating or um, improving their relationship with food 
and <laughs> otherwise it's like gut related issues as well is what I see a lot yeah, of people for. We'll do a Book double consult. Yeah. <laughs> couples couples consult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take us on. So usually what I'll do like when people book in I'll send them like a questionnaire which basically goes through their medical history and I'll get them to fill out a diet diary so I've got like a really good background before they come in. Then we kind of go through everything in depth um, and kind of just go over, you know, what are the main things they want to work on? Yeah, what their issues are. You know, I kind of go through like medications, what their bowel functions like. I'm like, people get really like, oh, like mm, funny about that. It's yeah. okay. Like I don't know. It's it's fine. It's normal. I'm like, yeah. okay, what is normal? Yeah. What shape is it? Describe what, every what detail. What texture is it? <laughs> like on the Bristol stool chart, is it like a fluffy chicken nugget? Is it? <laughs> You know, what does it look like? <laughs> That's and great. they're like, ah. <laughs> and then, yeah, from there we kind of like make a plan and see like what we're going to work on and just, yeah, kind of go from there. It depends like what their issue is and how we're going to manage it. But we basically see what's going to work, what's going to fit into their lifestyle, what's going to be easy for them. Like I usually start really small yep. um, to make it like really achievable and manageable and then kind of, you know, build. we'll build on it, you know, in other sessions. So it's very tailored to what Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you, what's your take on like calorie counting? Do you um, encourage some of your clients? I or? don't generally for pretty much any of my clients because as I said, majority of my clients already have issues mm. with um, like their relationship with food and you know their thoughts around it so majority of the time like unless someone was really specifically like I really want to count calories I will be like no we're no. not doing that. So do um, you like point them in the direction of like specific changes they need to make or do you like meal plan or do you like yeah, so how do you attack it? I take like a very flexible approach because I find Meal plans a lot of the time, especially for like the clients that I deal with, they find it like quite too structured. So what it's I will do, just like yeah. exactly, um, yeah, like calorie counting, exactly, like obsessive. Obsessive. exactly, yeah. So what I do is usually like I'll give them meal ideas, or I'll you know teach them how to kind of tweak the meals that they're already having, and like yeah, just cool. change the proportions of like the types of foods that they're having at the moment. Um, give them snack ideas and tell them you know you need to be having you know three meals and two snacks a day or, you know, whatever's going to work for them. So it's very like flexible, I would say, rather than, you know, you're eating 1800 calories and you mm. have to eat these meals a day. Yeah. Because yeah, I find yeah. that doesn't work for most no, people. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Definitely. So what's like the most <laughs> common struggle that you see in your clients? Well, I see a lot of um, like IBS. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's probably like a big one that I work with people. How do you fix that? Like how do you it's know very, what's in the gut? Like, it's very like individual for each person because I find like obviously with IBS there's so many different things that can trigger mm. it, whether it be stress, whether it be mm. specific foods that you're eating, whether it be like FODMAPs, whether it be how you're eating, if you're eating too fast, if you're like if you're eating really fast or eating a lot mm. of, you know, having a lot of carbonated beverages and things like that, that it's causing, causing bloating. <laughs> um, do you send them off to do tests? Not usually, no. Usually? I mean, if they haven't seen their GP um, and I see that there's like some red flags or, you know, if they have, generally most of them have already seen their GP and have had like stool tests, have blood work, um, you know, had other investigations done, whether they need like a colonoscopy to check that there's nothing else going on. Have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of usually like the first um port of call where like to make sure that there's nothing more sinister going on because yeah there's definitely a risk for you know other things that could be 
happening, whether it be like um, inflammatory bowel disease or cancer or, you know, mm. a lot of like bad things. <laughs> Not that you would have that, but, you know, you never know. It's good to be checked out. <laughs> yeah, I don't want anyone Definitely. looking in my bum. No, <laughs> me neither. My Colonoscopies are so fun. Are they? Are they? Just, I, well, I used to no, write up all the – or like send out all of the reports for the colon. I've never had one, but I've like – I know Ooh. a lot about them. I can tell you exactly what you need to do when you need to take the prep – what everything because oh, you need to clear out your bowels. Oh no! If they're not clear enough, you're gonna have to have a repeat colonoscopy. Oh, <laughs> nice. You know what I did was if we're just gonna talk about poo for a second here. Yeah, um, go for I it. did one of those things. Gross. One where you like <laughs> no one's listening. Where you like put the thing up and they drain you out. So they sit. Oh, yeah, I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Um, a horrible. and there's a tube and you yeah. can watch it go down. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah like, I know what you, you mean. Out. Yeah, I what is it actually called? called? Anyway, anyone listening, a don't ever. Colon, no, not a colon cleanse. <laughs> no, yeah, something like that. I think it's, it's like a colon cleanse. Something like that where yeah. it's, yeah, flushes And you I out. remember I couldn't poo for like a week oh afterwards. God. It was so bad. It was the worst They're thing ever. risky because you can have risk of like bowel perforation because oh obviously God. they put the tube up there. It was really it's uncomfortable. Not good. not good. It was the worst <laughs> I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> but I hear that it like rips out all your good bacteria as well. It's mm. like... I don't know. I don't know, but I wouldn't definitely recommend wouldn't recommend it, no, it unless it. absolutely necessary for a medical reason. Yeah, it was yeah. funny. It was funny. <laughs> I went with a friend to do it. We did it together. <laughs> that is so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> anyway, oh. was it a male or a female? It was a girl. Me and Beth went, but then um, <laughs> well, there was all these jockeys in there. It was very funny, like lining oh. up to like get it done. <laughs> what do they need it for? It makes you lighter. You lose like kilos. Oh. So that just before they race, if they need to make weight, maybe oh, I need wow. to do it. No, oh, Hannah. <laughs> so speaking of Hannah's problems this week, she what do you, what not what is your take I guess, but if you have a client that comes to you um that's struggling with like binge eating, mm-hmm. how do you tackle that one? Well, usually a lot of the time binge eating is caused like if you're not eating it like it can be like a physical um hunger so like if you're not eating enough during the morning or in like during spacing your meals out throughout the day it kind of gets to the end of the day and your body is like starving yeah so you kind of just like have this uncontrollable urge to eat so usually (laughs) usually what I will do is I'll recommend that they eat more regularly make sure that they're having enough like during the start of the day make sure they're having regular snacks like eating every kind of like three to four hours yeah because yeah a lot of the time it's like physical hunger and it's almost like that binge and restrict cycle where they're like kind of restricting earlier in the day yeah. or, it may not off. even be like <laughs> intentional no I don't restrict but it's like yeah <laughs> otherwise it can be emotional. like more of an emotional um yeah. thing as well which is obviously a little bit trickier to manage because it depends on you know what is triggering you and trying to manage that trigger and find like healthier ways to cope with you know those emotions how do you go with the like the psychological side of things like do you find that easy to like help with that or like we were talking about this as yeah, yeah we were literally like, talking about on nutrition like, and psychology is like it's almost like two yeah very different yes. degrees yeah, yeah psychological definitely i would say like obviously it, if it is like a very um emotional trigger I'd probably recommend seeing a psychologist as well yeah um but otherwise I do recommend like journaling and that kind of thing can often help to kind of get those thoughts out of your head and like onto Mm. paper and you know you're able to a lot uh to better kind of rationalize those thoughts and be like okay why am I thinking this about myself or you know whatever Mm. is kind of triggering um that and even it's really good to do kind of if you do have an episode of binging as well and like 
kind of writing down, you know, what happened? Why did this happen? Why am I like, what emotions are going on or what emotions are at play here? And what can I do next time? Or what is a more rational way of thinking about this so that next time I've kind of got those thoughts all ready to go in my head when those, you know, other more negative thoughts come in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And take that home with me. Sure, journaling. You love a journal. I do love a journal, Mm. but I've never actually journaled about that side of things. Mm. But I'll give that one a go. I don't feel so bingy this week. Yeah, I had like a bit of a weird last week. I don't know what it was, but I I was saying to Abby, I literally was like eating to the point where I felt sick. And I was aware, like fully aware of what I was doing. And it was like pure shit food, which is really unlike me. It's so unlike me. Like, yeah. I don't enjoy eating like a lot of junk food or to the point of yeah. feeling sick or anything like that. Yeah. But I like just like fully lost control. Yeah. Like every day of last week. Like I'm talking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. What yeah. day is it today? Monday. Monday. So I probably didn't over across the week. I had pretty – no, that's last Saturday night. I did too. Like yeah. I'm not joking. I reckon I consumed like 3,000 calories every day. Yeah. Like I would eat my all my normal meals, which yeah. are like great, whatever, normal – and then I would be, like, driving somewhere, like, go to the supermarket, buy, like, chocolate, fucking Oreos, like, the dumbest shit, yes. like, the weirdest <laughs> shit that yeah. I just, like, would not normally eat. Yeah. And then I was, like, what the – on Saturday night, I was, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I literally was sitting in my bed eating cookies and cream, ice cream from this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think it's emotional going on. Maybe you should yeah. go see a therapist. <laughs> I've got, no, I see a therapist. I'm, but I'm not emotional about anything. I don't mm. know. Maybe I subconsciously Stressed? Am. Are you stressed? Subconsciously. Yeah. Do you have a lot going on? <laughs> um, no, I wouldn't say anything. I've been more stressed in my life than I am right yeah. now. Um, I don't know. It's it was so not being, weird. Not being mindful. Sort of like doing it was that. fucking chaotic. That's yeah. what I thought. And I like felt disgusting day in day. Out. Like yeah. I was fully aware that I was doing it. Yeah. But I just like could not stop myself. Yeah. It's really hard. Like when you get into that kind of cycle as well, because then you feel bad that you've done yeah. that, and then that kind of plays into it as well. So I think it's it is really like it's hard to break the cycle. Journaling and stuff mm. can really help in. Yeah, that I didn't kind think of, of doing that area. I know it's not like the first thought that Probably comes should. to most people. No, time. I love to journal. <laughs> I journal like all the time, but I've never ever ever journaled about my yeah. food i've journaled about my training like when i'm having shit training weeks i'm like fucking pull your head in bitch you need to schedule some journaling all right put it yeah. in the google, <laughs> google, <laughs> google, google <laughs> calendar <laughs> I but it can really that. help to be like okay like i am like in control i can stop this at any time like i don't have to keep going in this cycle i can you know have a good next mm. meal like it doesn't have to continue yeah that was my and like issue kind of too. being able to kind of snap out of it better yeah like yeah. i would be like one chocolate bar down and be like well mate <laughs> yeah <other> exactly <laughs> and it's kind of like that all or nothing thinking yeah it's just so it's so unlike me yeah. i had an absolute episode last week but i'm back no, you will. We had a cold rock boss. <laughs> Positive affirmations next week. You're back well, on. do you know what I was – now that you've said that, I've just remembered. Remember when we spoke about it, this would have been in season one, um, where you used to high-five the mirror. Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> in the morning, wake up and high-five the mirror. It makes it feel so good. Maybe I, I love need that. to do something. Because also, just bringing it up again, guys, Single Pringle, best book. You should read Single Pringle. Oh, yeah. So if you need to read Single Pringle. I'll send you a photo. Yeah, it's okay, great. perfect. Um, in Single Pringle, she talks about – affirmations and like speaking to yourself in the mirror and like how it's really uncomfortable at the start but like something that can actually be really beneficial and Nadia has made me actually do that before 
as well. But maybe that's what I need to do. Start talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk to yourself more. It's fine. <laughs> in the yeah. car, in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. Do you see a lot of binge eating though? Yes. Because yeah. I saw it, like, I used to have a studio in Melbourne and my um, clientele was quite young. Like, I sort of ranged, with, like, my main clients were sort of between 20 and 23. Yeah. And it was, like, a really, yeah. really common theme yeah. for my girls. absolutely. That's, like, the most, um, yeah, majority of people who I see for, like, healthy eating and that kind of thing, like, have some component of, yeah, binge eating yeah, or overeating in. or just you know, having a bad relationship with food and not being able to, like, not knowing what to do kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, there's just so, yeah. mis- so much misinformation out there. Like, yeah. I think I saw a story the other day, you were at, like, a bookstore and there was, like, a million books. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> on different nutrition ways. Bloody like, medical medium yeah. and his celery juice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't talk God. Oh, well, that 800 one, that 800, it's everywhere. 800 calories. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that one? No, but it's you would have actually shot. Yeah. Sure. And on my, like, intake form, um, like, before I see someone on with like the medical history and stuff, I'm like, what diets have you tried? Mm. And like, it's always like this long list of like keto, fasting, like mm. calorie counting, yeah. everything. I'm like, oh my God, you poor thing. I know, it's hard. <laughs> Building a relationship, a healthy relationship with food, I think is one of the mm. most important things that, especially young females. Yeah. I think it's really hard though, like, cause actually this is a good question for you. Mm. What do you consider a good relationship with food? I think being able to be like flexible with food and not feeling like negative about foods that you've eaten. Like, mm. you know, if you do have, if you go out for ice cream or something, not feeling guilty about it. Or Enjoy if you have like a week yeah. where you're like on holidays, like not feeling like, oh, I can't eat this yeah. because that's going to ruin my diet and I'm going to gain weight or mm. whatever. Because in like, this is a really interesting topic, I think. And I feel like we were sort of talking about like similar to, Again, to bring this up, like we've talked about this like three weeks in a row, but like not living your life to your fullest potential or living your life to your fullest potential. Yeah. Where do you like, where we say like, where do you draw the line in taking the piss in that? I sit on the fence with like, and I don't know where you guys sit, but like in terms of like healthy eating, yeah. I have found with this whole flexible dieting thing, people take the piss. Mm. So like, where do you sit on that? Because like, you know, people will be having like- That's more calorie counting though, isn't it? Flexible well, flex- dieting? Yeah, yeah, but like calorie counting or not, and um, whatever. But like in terms of like healthy eating, yeah. like how would you define that? Because there are people nowadays who are putting some seriously fucked up shit and calling it healthy eating. Just that you can eat whatever you want. Yeah. If it fits in your macros. Yeah, like if it fits in your macros kind of style Mm, thing. Yeah. Because I feel like people take the piss out of that. Yeah. And that's not healthy eating, but they're all like balance. Yeah, Mm. yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? That's not balance. (laughs) Have some vegetables. I think like for me, it's like obviously probably like the 80, 20 thing, like eating like mostly whole foods and like eating. My main thing is like eating things that make you feel good because that's going to be different for everyone. Like I think as long as like it's what, makes your body feel its best and Mm. like all of that and like eating also like things that make you feel happy and like you know going out for dinner with your friends and like not feeling anxious about eating out or not feeling guilty after you eat something yeah I think it is like finding that balance and that balance is going to be different for everyone Mm. like someone who you know maybe is has never had like you know eaten a lot of veggies or you know that kind of thing and like even like them just having a few serves of veggies a day doesn't necessarily have to be like five serves of veggies and like Mm. all the fruit and Mm. everything like yeah I think as well like it's really important to think about everyone comes from a different background like socioeconomic backgrounds Mm -hmm. different cultures like healthy is going to look so different for so many different people so 
it's like whatever is healthy for you and whatever makes you feel good, whatever supports your health. And, you know, that is kind of what I want to help support people to do because I know that it's not going to be like, you know, you can eat two salads a day and you'll be perfect. Mm, like mm. that could be healthy for someone, but not necessarily for someone else. Yeah, you know? I really like that. Mm. I, th- I think the other day I was I was looking at your Instagram as well. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I love it. Um, no. um, and I just love your sort of message about like weight gain and not saying that it's like such a bad thing and like that our weights should like do fluctuate and should yeah. fluctuate. Yeah. I think I've just been through a little bit of like um, I lost my period as well for yep. a while and my endocrinologist was like, you need to put on like three or four kilos. Yep. And I was like, fuck, like, yep. I don't really want to. Mm. Yeah, yeah I do. Like, which is like a bad, whatever, I'd lost my yeah. period. And then I did and I got it back yep. and like I'm still at that weight and it's like I'm finding this, I think I like, this is probably too much overshare, but I like look in the mirror naked and I'm like, fuck yeah, I look great. Yeah. And then I put on my like old clothes and I feel shit. They don't yeah. fit Because I don't fit. Yeah. Um, and it's Go like this nucleus. battle. <laughs> yeah. It's this battle between like looking in the mirror, feeling fucking awesome naked. And You're then, a hot bitch. Don't let anyone make And then yeah, I put yeah, on my old otherwise. shorts and Honestly. my clothes and I'm like, oh, fuck, I feel gross. So I saw your post the other day about the jeans and I was like, I'd need to go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to the jeans shop. And buy some more clothes. It's just so silly. Like, yeah. Yeah, it is really silly. Our weights are going to fluctuate, especially females like going through like puberty, going through like fucking like having children yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And I th- yeah, I just, I think that I love that message that you were sharing. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, I think I have put on like from when I was like talking about before, when I was like 18 or 20 or whatever and had like lost all of that weight, I'm now probably like 15 or 20 kilos heavier mm-hmm. than that, yeah, wow. mm-hmm. which is like crazy. And like sometimes I'll like see old photos come up of that and I'm like, oh, my God, like I thought I was fat back then. I know. <laughs> like the that's crazy. just crazy. <laughs> all right. I'd love to talk to you about Instagram as well because I have been following yes. you for a while <laughs> and you've got a very engaged um, community and your content's great. But like back in the day, you just started sharing food. Is that how yeah, it started? Yeah. So I started it like just after. Uh, kind of like I got into like health and fitness and calorie <laughs> counting and like it was more so like yeah like food photos and like photos of my meals I think I actually started it as like a fitspo like my first photos if I scroll all the way back were like of Victoria's Secret models we scrolled we back scrolled. oh my we god <laughs> I deleted all of my captions from those because like oh my god like so embarrassing and like <laughs> I did didn't like I was like I didn't let any of my follow- friends follow me. Like they had no idea it was me. Like, oh, and then funny. eventually they found it and they're like, is this you? <laughs> I was like, oh no. my God. Because, Cause I didn't post any photos of me. It was just all my food. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe they found my Instagram. Ah. It was like, I think it was like 2014 or something that I started it. But yeah, it was like a Fitspo page. Like I would post photos of my smoothies, like banana ice cream, like shit yeah, like that. Funny. I think I was vegan for a bit. I was vegan for like, I don't know, one, like eight months or something. Oh my God. Like just for weight loss purposes, pretty. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's for ethical reasons. Yeah. I'm like, no, it wasn't. To be skinny. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I remember going to a cafe, literally, yeah, going to a cafe, ordered like a green like nourish bowl, which came with like eggs and feta or something on it, and I was like, I don't want the eggs or the feta. So it came out. It was literally a bowl of kale. Oh my god! <laughs> and I paid like twenty dollars for it, and I was like, this is kind of depressing. <laughs> I was like, I'll swap our greens last night. We we're just eating beans for dinner. <laughs> but yeah, so I started it kind of like as a food, yeah. food tracking photo thing. I don't know, um, and then just yeah, kind of went was on and off 
on it like for a few years um and then obviously when I started getting more into nutrition and dietetics and things like that I started revamping it a bit more (laughs) yeah yeah. and now you're more into like the educational yes yeah yeah so more like education body positivity body neutrality yeah etc and how is your relation with Instagram? Completely off topic. Oh, my God. Mm, love, hate. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you. I spend way too much time on it. But it's also so hard because, like, when it is part of your job, it's yeah, kind of like, oh, off. I need to, like, look f- – I need to, like, reply to this person's DM because they want to book an appointment mm. or, you know, I can't um, – or, like, I'll go on it to look up, like, a sound for a reel or something. I'm like, okay, what's trending? Let's have mm. a look. And then I'm on there for two hours, like, scrolling and, like – that's not yeah, a part of the Google like, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like a whole, but, you know, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Beneficial for your business. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And I love, like, I've met so many amazing people amazing. Yeah, like exactly. you guys. <laughs> we wouldn't be able to do this if it um, yeah. wasn't around. Yeah, yeah I've honestly, like. We, yeah, we yeah. met through Instagram too, yeah. the two of us. It's honestly crazy, especially like when I had just moved to Brisbane, like I didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. So I was like making friends through Instagram. Did you Instagram. make friends through Instagram? Maybe yeah. I need to make th- friends through Instagram. Honestly, like that's – What did you so do? Good. Like, hey, I just moved here. Is anyone from – No, well, I don't know. you following though. No, but I didn't back then. I had like 2,000 followers. Okay. And then, I don't know, I was just like would comment on people's stuff and then, I don't know, they were like, right. do you want to go get dinner? I was like, okay. okay. Love please, that. please adopt me. Yeah. <laughs> And yes. maybe you should get Bumble BFF. What the fuck oh, is Bumble yeah. BFF? <laughs> <laughs> if you know it's Bumble, like the, the dating app, there's a BFF section so you can – Oh, my God, guys, people. speaking oh. of dating apps, I have news. Yeah, oh, yeah, we do need to talk <laughs> about this. Sorry, sorry, sorry just have to interrupt, guys. I downloaded Hinge. You'll all be so proud. So a few weeks ago. It would have been well, – no, it was our second episode or something. Yeah, so two weeks ago. You needed to download Hinge and you needed the deal was for you to go on a date. I know. I'm working on that. I'm talking to a few boys. Ooh. We love, that. <laughs> we love nah. that for Hannah. Yeah, guys, I'm, I've done it. So I'll let you know when I actually go on a date. But at this point, I'm not going on a date. No. <laughs> it's scary. It's a scary. It is a scary word out there. Sorry, interrupted. In Back to your relationship with Instagram. It's okay. Do you, How do you go with comparison? Because old mate over here gets oh, yeah. absolutely stuck in a hole of comparison. It is hard. Or like you see someone like personally, you're like, why didn't I think of that? Like, I wish I'd thought of that. Like, it went so well for them. Sounds <laughs> like, like you. <laughs> Are you, how, like, how often do you post? I mean, it depends on the week. Like some weeks, if it's a good week and I'm organized, like every like day or every two days mm. kind of thing. Do Sometimes you- multiple times a day if I'm really excited and then I won't post for like a week. Do you content plan or do you just go Oh, like I try to, but I feel like I am not very organised. Like I'll be like, yeah, we're going to like do all these posts and they just keep getting moved over on my calendar yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> so it depends, depends on the week. Google Cal. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. So anyone starting out on their health journey or might need some help with nutrition, what's the one thing that you can give them? honestly just take the pressure off of yourself to like do everything perfectly because that's like I think like one of the worst things that I see in clinic is like people like make it this big deal that they're gonna like start tomorrow and they're gonna do everything perfectly and then they do it for like one day and they're like I can't do this this is too hard Mm. so I think like that's the biggest tip that I have for most people is just like take the pressure off yourself you don't need to be perfect just do what you can every day even if one day you can do like a hundred percent of everything you want to do. And the next day it's like your best is like 10%. Like just do like what your best is for that day. And like, interesting. I've never thought of that. Yeah. Cause I think like, (laughs) obviously like some days you have a lot going on and like, 
that is not your main priority like making sure you have veggies at every meal and like you know or like Mm. you're out and you're doing things like just do what you can and do I guess yeah I think that mindset shift would be really positive for a lot of people Mm. I'm gonna take that on board yeah because I'm I have that like if I don't not all or nothing like I know I'm gonna have bad days but like I'll be like fuck 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 (laughs) (laughs) and get like so irritated with myself not even that I fucked up, but that I'm just like off. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll like get like upset with myself that I'm off and be like, come on, like, yeah. you're better than this. Get back into yeah. it. Yeah. And I think like most of the time that just makes things worse. Yeah, makes you sure. feel worse. Makes you just be like, oh, well, why am I even trying? Like, I can't do anything. Just be like, mm. you know what? I'm doing the best I can. Tomorrow mm. I can do better. Or like at the next meal, I can eat a little bit better or, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Like, I just trying to do like a tiny bit better, like the next time and just. You know, being kind to yourself and being like, you know what, like today's not my day, but that's fine. And it's it is all, what it is. Yeah, it's all a journey. It's all a process, a learning, yeah. a learning journey. Yeah, I reckon self-talk is massive too. Mm-hmm. Got to get in that mirror, start high-fiving. <laughs> I'm Ooh. actually going to start high-fiving <laughs> yes. the mirror. Can you do like some stories? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, I'll high-five the camera. What do you say? <laughs> Look that up. Like I, <laughs> I'm awesome. I'm like, have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever? Have you guys ever talked to yourself in the mirror? Like I know that that's what we're saying. But I like, have not. I can't say I have. No. <laughs> no. So one time Nadia made me do it, and she did it with me. It's actually the most like uncomfortable yet empowering thing <laughs> ever. She started crying when she did it. Oh wow. So yeah, like it's a lot. You or to her? No, to her. To her. <laughs> we had like a moment. <laughs> that's really nice. Yeah, self talk, all about it. Yeah, I love that. All right. Well, Sophie, thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you for this having was such me. such a lovely chat. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> thank you for so, driving down. Yeah, thank you for driving down. Where can our listeners find you? So my Instagram handle is at healthybodhealthymind. Love it. Love that. Um, so you can find me there. <laughs> and they can book in with you if they want to. Yes, there's a link in my bio if you want to book in or if you have any questions, hit me up, DM Slide me. Slide into DMs. Yep. Slide in. <laughs> beautiful. It. Thank you so much. And, yeah, we'll see you soon. Have Yay. a beautiful week, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.